If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending October 26, you're tuned into the rap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And while last week was all about the phones, this week has news on so much more. So let's get stuck in. Starting with cars, because if you've heard about this whole electric car thing, you probably know that some of the names making electric cars aren't as well known for making cars as well others. We're of course talking about the likes of Tesla, which has been making a name for itself in electric cars, but it won't be the only one. In fact, by the year 2021, Dyson will have at least one electric car, as the company confirmed this week its rumoured ambitions by beginning to build a factory in Singapore. It's an important step, and while it doesn't mean we can tell you much about Dyson's take on the car, it does mean that we should be seeing more than fans, vacuums, hand dryers and hair dryers from Dyson in the near future. And by near future, we of course mean three years, which is a long time. Before then, you can expect a whole heap of other gadgets destined to come home, and even more that probably unfortunately won't. We only have so much money after all. But fortunately, gadgets are getting less expensive across the board. This week, Apple released its iPhone XR to the public, and while we've yet to have a play, early reviews suggest it's this year's iPhone for everyone. Getting enough of the tech found in the expensive iPhone XR but without the two cameras and that same expensive price tag. Starting at $1229, it's still a fairly pricey iPhone, but this year we've seen an iPad for everyone in the $500 iPad 9.7, so it's nice to see Apple trying to at least keep costs friendly with more than just the iPad. There's also some price friendliness over at Amazon with a new waterproof Kindle. It's essentially a mid-range model known as the Paperwhite, but the latest variation costs $199, almost half the price of the expensive Kindle, and one that lets you take it to the pool or beach without fear of certain electronic death. We're seeing better prices on projectors as well, which also saw more features this week, as 4K projectors came down to just below $3,000, supporting 3D movies as well. Remember those? Optoma is the company pushing this one out, with the 4K UHL 55 projector, and it's one that also talks to Amazon's Alexa and Google's home smart systems, as well as the If This Then That service, also known as IFTTT, meaning if you have have an Amazon Echo or Google Home, you can turn this on and control the Optoma projector using just your voice. That means you could come home from work and say to your smart speaker, turn on the home theater, and it will turn the projector on, group your smart speakers, and dim the lights, creating the home cinema experience simply from calling out with your voice. You'll still need to set it up to make it happen, but once it's done, it's ready to go. And that's just one example of how the smart home is changing things. You can find improvements in the smart home with gadgets around the house fairly regularly. There was a new skill added this week for Amazon's Alexa that lets you listen and watch Fox Sports as a service, while security camera maker Swan added support recently as well, streaming to Amazon Echo speakers with a screen, because there are now two of those. And there's also a similar model made by Google in the form of the Home Hub, and that's what we're checking out right now. Now, to say it's not your regular speaker would be an understatement. Google's Home Hub is more like a tablet mounted to a small speaker, because that's what it is, a 7-inch tablet on a small speaker. Tablet's really the wrong word, though. It's more of a digital photo frame with touch support and a microphone that translates your words into commands, because it's like the Google Home, Home Mini, and Home Mac speakers, but there's also a screen. 
And that means when you say, hey, Google, what's the weather? Google Assistant not only tells you, but shows you. When the screen loads your forecast, you can swipe on the display and see the forecast for a longer period of time. And this touchscreen comes in handy for other things as well. You can pause and play media on it. You can see the other connected gadgets in your house. And you can swipe through photos when it goes to standby. Because standby is basically a digital photo frame, but it's the best kind. It connects your Google Photos library, so it's always updated and ready. But it's only an okay speaker, and that makes it a kind of confusing product, like a middle ground for people who need the visual connection to make the smart home come alive, because talking to a speaker can be plain weird. If you don't have a smart speaker in your home and need that visual stimulus, the $219 Google Home Hub is definitely worth checking out. But if you're already a smart home convert, well, it may not be for you. You're already out there. You're living in the future like us, and you probably have more time. Unfortunately, we're out. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. The Wrap appears every Friday at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts, and we'll be back next week for more Tech in 5. Until then, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care.